What's up, everybody? Welcome to For Pod's Sake. I'm Sean Callahan, and I gotta ask you, you ever just get the feeling that some people just need a real good hard spanking? No, I'm not talking about that type of spanking, all right? Clean up your act. I'm talking about when you're out at a restaurant for a nice meal, maybe with your family, and you look over at some kid screaming his head off and uh, having a tantrum, standing on the table and calling his mother a fucking cunt. You ever think to yourself, somebody should spank the shit out of that kid? Well, you wouldn't be alone. But, allegedly, the science is in that, apparently, that's doing some damage to children. Now, there was a study talked about and published in uh, in an article in the Washington Post that I take issue with. Now, full disclosure, disclaimer, whatever. I've never spanked my kids. My older daughters and my stepdaughters. I would never and could never lay a hand on them. They're not my biological children. And my twins, who are mine, aren't old enough to require that. But on paper, I can't say that I disagree with the concept. However, I don't think I'll ever actually need to do it because my kids are very well behaved. And even when they do act up and get a little crazy, we could always resolve things with words. It's never resorted to that. And I think that comes with the way that both me and my partner parent our kids and explain ourselves and explain the way that we do things. And everybody parents differently and all kids are different. But I do think the cases arise where some kids are so out of fucking control that words no longer cut it. But anyway, there's an article uh, on parenting by uh, a journalist named Caitlin Gibson in the Washington Post. It's entitled, Americans are still spanking their kids, and a new study shows how harmful that is. Now, as I go through this bit by bit, I start to question the nature of this article, the nature of the science behind this article, and you'll see what I mean. So, she begins by saying that when developmental psychologist Liz Gershoff began studying the effects of spanking and harsh punishment, uh, or harsh parenting discipline, I should say, in the 1990s, The topic was still the subject of intense debate in scientific circles. Was physical punishment actually harmful to kids? And she goes on to say that a growing body of research has offered a clear and resounding answer that spanking and other forms of severe discipline, such as verbally berating or humiliating a child, have been repeatedly linked to behavioral, emotional, psychological, and academic problems. A conclusion that prompted the American Academy of Pediatrics to issue a new policy statement in 2018 strengthening its stance that parents should not use physical punishment. But, uh, again, this new study that she talks about, uh, well, she I should say she's got one co- common argument has, in support of spanking has lingered. How can we be sure that a child's lack of achievement or antisocial behavior uh, can be traced back to physical punishment specifically versus an innate or genetic factor? So... She claims to answer this. So Gershoff, a professor of human development and family sciences at the University of Texas at Austin, set out to settle the question of nature versus nurture with her newest study published in the March volume of Psychological Science. Gershoff and her research team analyzed more than a thousand pairs of twins, including more than 400 identical twins who share the same DNA. 
many of whom were disciplined differently by their parents. Now let's just stop there. Twins that were disciplined differently by their parents. Is it at all possible that even though you're twins, you're not the same fucking person? Now I say this as a father of twins. My twins, even though they're only two and a half, completely different personalities, completely different. They have a great overlapping sense of humor, which is why, you know, I I absolutely uh, love my children, my stepchildren and my biological children. They're all hilarious. And I'm extremely lucky, extremely blessed person that I don't have shit kids. You know, I think partially shit kids come from bad parenting. And part of it maybe just comes from being born a shitty person, maybe. But I do know if I respond differently to one or both of them, it's because they're two different individual people. They can't be lumped together just because they shared the same space in my uh, wife's womb. Doesn't make them the same exact person. And even though identical twins are identical, they're not the same person. They might have the same genetics, but to say that there's these sort of blank slates and they're even though they look identical, that they are identical is fucking nonsense. And it's idiotic. You have to view your children each as individual human beings. And in saying that, individual human beings can act differently. One of my twins is way more sort of hyperactive and bombastic, and she needs to be reined in a lot more than the other one, who's got a more docile, inquisitive sort of personality, will play by herself sometimes and just has a gentle nature. So if it comes out that I'm yelling or if I have to raise my voice more at one than the other, which again, I don't really yell because they're only two and a half, but I'm just saying as an example, it's because one of them innately acts differently and requires me to act differently in response to it. I'm not just going to arbitrarily yell at the other one who's done nothing wrong. What, to make things all, all things equal? It makes no sense. So she says... You know, the research team analyzed more than a thousand pairs of twins, including more than 400 identical twins who share the same DNA, many of whom were disciplined differently by their parents. The researchers found that the child who was hit or yelled at more often was consistently more likely to display delinquent or antisocial behavior. Again, stop there. Is it at all possible that human beings have are born almost with their own personality? And if the person they're saying is acting with more antisocial behavior because they're being hit. But is it possible that they're being hit because they're behaving with more antisocial behavior? That they're naturally maybe more of a pain in the ass or more not willing to listen or naturally they're a more difficult child and so they need to be disciplined differently? So this makes this claim as if this is absolutely the case that the, the verbal yelling or the spanking is causing the bad behavior. But isn't that a case of the tail wagging the dog? Aren't you disciplining them? Aren't you pushed to discipline them by yelling or pushed even further to give them a spanking because they're acting so outrageous and you're left with no recourse? And yet that's not how it's framed in this article or in this study. So, quote, Identical twin studies are sort of the classic way that psychologists have of differentiating what is innate behavior from what is learned behavior. So this study falls in a long tradition. Again, I find this so crazy. 
I guess from the position of hard science, when you're born, you're born a blank slate, allegedly, according to science. Now, this is where this kind of tips over into I'm usually a proponent of strictly looking at science. But as I've gotten older, as I've seen more shit, as I've done more shit, my views of things have evolved, whether you call them spiritual, psychedelic, whatever the case may be. I have views on certain things which don't, that can't be measured by science. And I know from the experience of me seeing my twins being born, which was one of the most profound experiences I've ever had, to see these children emerge from my partner and having this overwhelming feeling immediately from meeting them and holding them and seeing them that they came out with their own personalities. I cannot describe this to now. Science will say that, oh, I'm just putting that. I, I'm I'm putting that idea onto them from my own cognitive biases or whatever the case may be. But I will swear on my life, on everything that I know and have ever experienced, that I had this overwhelming fear feeling that these kids came from somewhere. And I don't mean in a jokey kind of way, like. Oh, man, you need to take health class again. They came from your wife's vagina. You know, I mean, they came from somewhere in a cosmic sense. And there was this overwhelming feeling that they arrived on this planet, formed with a personality. And the thing is, the way that we had kind of judged them immediately, kind of seeing who they might be, has rung true. The personalities that mean that's how we named them. Me and my partner, we kind of had this gut feeling, this sense of who they wa were immediately out of the womb. And so, but science will say that that's fake, that that's not real, that human beings are born, that there's no way because our cognition isn't developed enough and personalities are constructed and, and everything else. But you speak to another parent, if you're not a parent yourself, or if you are, you probably have the same feeling that I do, that you, as soon as you met your kids, you pretty much knew who they were. And yet, they're supposed to be a blank slate. So it's weird that they do these identical twin studies, this harsh clinical look, scientific look at, at the human, at human consciousness or human personality. It seems so detached from the reality of felt experience, in my opinion. Now it says, yeah, identical twin studies are sort of the classic way that they study <clears throat> differentiating what is learned from behavior. And, you know, they go on to say, this is yet, you know, another different way of looking at this, but all the data points to the same direction. As a scientist, when you see that, no matter how you do the experiment, no matter how you ask the question, you get the same result. That's conclusive in the scientist's opinion. That's conclusive that uh, yelling, strongly at your kids or spanking them will lead to all these sorts of problems down the line, according to this. Now, they have an interview with, you know, uh, with this person in the Washington Post, uh, Gershoff and the decades of research into physical discipline. And, you know, she asks, how is how is the scientific understanding of the issue changed over your career? And she says, well, when I began studying physical punishment, there was a lot of resistance to the idea that it might be harmful. I went into this with an open mind thinking, well, maybe parents are right. Maybe it does work. Maybe that's what the research shows. By then, we had several hundred studies that had been looking at it, but no one had taken an overview to say, what did we find overall? So that's what I did in 2002. 
There have been many, many more studies since then, and they've all continued to show that the more children are physically punished, the worse their behavior, the worse their mental health. Now we also have research showing they do worse in school. They have lower achievement. Again, <clears throat> they're saying that this is because they're being treated harshly. But why are they being treated harshly in the first place? This is what they don't clarify. Now, if a parent is just a complete piece of shit and their kids aren't really acting up all that much and they just beat the shit out of them, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Of course, you're going to have behavioral problems. Of course, because the punishment doesn't fit the crime and it's arbitrary. But again, they don't clarify what the situation is. Is the kid standing on the table in the sushi restaurant calling his mom a fucking cunt? Or is the kid, did the kid not, you know, did he spill the milk when pouring his cereal and his dad beats the living shit out of him? Those are completely different cases. To completely different, should be a completely different data set. How do you clarify between a parent who's a complete asshole and just inflicts punishment on basically an innocent child, which of course would lead to all these issues, or what if that child has just been never told the word no by their parents and they're completely and they've got ADHD or whatever it is and they're completely out of fucking control and they won't listen to reason. And you see these parents all the time coaxing their children, trying to barter with them. Come on. Come on, little buddy. Let's get in the car. Fuck you. Come, come on. That, that We don't talk like that. We use our indoor voices. Oh, go fuck yourself. You know what I'm saying? We see this all the time. There are certain kids that are given too much leeway. And they get out of fucking control. And so yelling at them probably is the only recourse you have left. And if that doesn't matter, and if the person has really gotten out of control, and I mean the upteenth degree, then maybe spanking is warranted. Now, I say this from my own personal experience. I was kind of a piece of shit growing up. Hyperactive, would not listen to reason, really going nuts. And I really put my parents through the ringer. And they'd have to yell at me. And on occasion, extremely, extremely rare when I really took the piss to an outrageous degree and it was unbelievably disrespectful and wouldn't listen and was completely out of control, I got spanked either by my mom or my, by my dad who would on at least one or two occasions use his belt. But again, this wasn't abuse. This wasn't a you know, constant uh, thing. This was I'm talking about the extreme of the extreme, the less than 1% case. And you know what? I don't see myself as fucked up. Don't have behavioral problems. I consider myself a kind, generous person. You know, I have a, a very healthy, happy home life. I've traveled all over the world. I've earned a master's degree in international relations. I've never been addicted to drugs. I'm in relatively good health. Overall, I think I'm a pretty stand-up guy. And that didn't cause any or all of these issues. Because the punishment at the time fit the crime. It wasn't an arbitrary use of power. It was the last recourse by parents who were completely fed up by a kid who was out of control. And I say that talking about myself. So the way that this is framed in this article is, is seemingly very unscientific. They're, they're not differentiating between a complete asshole parent and a parent who's just at the end of their rope, who's done everything, who's, who's gone to every length to solve something diplomatically. And sometime the back, the back of the hand or a little, uh, in my case, a little pink butt is what you need to kind of get your act together, right? So um, 
she goes on to say that, you know, the person interviewing her says, well, it seems like those conclusions are generally accepted among scientists and pediatricians. But what have you observed about our social and cultural perceptions of spanking? And she says, it used to be that we only learned how to parent from our own parents. That was it. And maybe a couple friends. I think in the last 20 years, we've seen more parents have access to parenting information from parenting books, from the Internet. Now we can talk to people across the world and find out how they're parenting, what works for them. There has been more public discussion about physical punishment that we hadn't really seen before. You started seeing figures like Oprah talking openly about how she was physically punished and how harmful she thought that was. That was a big deal. But there are still many parents who are under the impression that you have to hit children in some circumstances. That pattern cuts across cultural groups and racial groups in different areas of the country. So yes, there are still some parents to convince. Or maybe it's still necessary because we've been doing it for thousands of years. And maybe we shouldn't think it's okay for your kid to stand on top of the table and yell at you. That's not okay behavior. And yet we've all seen it. We've all seen kids who are out of control at theme parks, wherever, restaurants, any public place that you've gone to. Everyone has seen a kid who's gone completely out of control. Right. And probably maybe if you have kids yourself, maybe, you know, a similar situation has happened to you. We haven't really had it with our kids, thankfully. But I think it's because, again, because of our parenting style, maybe because of the nature of how the kids are. They've never gotten, we've had to yell, of course, but every parent has to. We've never raised a hand, and I doubt we ever we ever will. I know I never will, and my partner doesn't believe in it. She actually believes probably with the study. But having said that, again, this just seems unscientific. So the interviewer tell, tells me, you know, she asked, tell me about your new study and why you focused on twins specifically. So she says, our first goal was really to address our colleagues who were skeptics about the data. <clears throat> Excuse me. The ones who said, you can't do experiments, so how do you know for sure it's not genetic? That is our attempt to answer because they're right. I can't do experiments. I can't assign children to be randomly hit. But there are other ways to get at casual inference. And this study was really meant to get at that genetic question. This was an ongoing study of twins in Michigan including both identical twins who have the exact same genetic material and also fraternal twins who share half their genetic material following these twins since birth. My colleagues who are running the study said, could we look at the effects of harsh parenting? And can we look at it within twin families? It's a way to look at the genetic impact to answer the question of, is this nature or nurture? What we did was we asked both uh, of the twins and, uh, and both of the parents to report how often parents physically hit their children and also how often they yelled at them or said mean things to them. And then we looked at the children's antisocial behavior, like lying, stealing, getting into fistfights, destroying people's things, that kind of stuff. We were looking to see, if you look within the same family, if you look at differences in how one twin is punished versus the other, does that predict differences in their antisocial behavior? If the twin who gets more harsh parenting is also the more antisocial one, then that would suggest that there's some kind of environmental component, and it's not genetic. Wrong! Wrong, wrong, wrong. Just because they share the same genes doesn't mean they're going to have the same goddamn personality. I don't understand why this is so crazy. Now, I've got a buddy of mine who's got identical twins. And he said they've got completely different personalities. And one is more aggressive. One's more prone to hit the other one, bite the other one, all kinds of crazy shit. They're identical. They look identical. So these scientists are trying to claim 
that since they have the same genes, they must be the same person. I mean, what are we, fucking idiots? That People are going to have completely different personalities. doesn't matter what their genetics are. So in that sense, if one of these kids is more aggressive, is crazier, is more antisocial from the get-go, of course they're going to be disciplined differently. Of course. Why wouldn't they be? If you have twins and one of them is acting like a fucking animal and the other one's really being nice and polite, why would you yell at both of them? Why would you strike both of them? You're only trying to rein in one's bad behavior, which only looks worse when compared to the good one, because that's what you do as a parent of twins. You're constantly making comparisons. You don't want to, but you just do it naturally because you've got another data set, if you want to say that for, for a scientist's point of view, you know? I've noticed that with my own twins. Oh, well, one of them is actually grasping the language earlier than the other one. Or one of them does this quicker. Or this one needs this. You're constantly comparing them from everything. So for them to make that claim that it's because they're being yelled at, that that's why they're being antisocial, it seems crazy to me. It feels like they're being, anti, they're being yelled at because they're being antisocial. And that's why the parents have to treat them more harshly. So the person in the interview says, well, wow, the parents treated their kids differently. What are you, a fucking moron? Of course, you're going to treat your kids differently. They're all individuals. Why would you treat all your kids exactly the same when they're not all the same person? That's insane to me. So she answers that question by saying it basically shows that parents see twins as individuals. Oh, go figure. They're not parenting, parenting them as a set. And that much is good, but it's just too bad that the one kid is getting singled out for the harsh parenting. Not really. If one kid is being a piece of shit, then that kid should be singled out for the harsh parenting. Sorry. A am I taking crazy pills? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm a little bit too old school. I don't know. But all I know is that it seems like as time and time goes on, I'm seeing more and more kids being out of control than when I was growing up. Granted, you're, gonna, you're not going to have a right frame of mind because you were a kid yourself. How are you going to really view those things? But even when I speak to my own parents, they observe it. So they have the viewpoint. They've raised us, you know, back in the 80s and 90s, and they see kids stay with their grandkids or just other kids around the neighborhood, other people like, you know, family members that they interact with. And they are absolutely of the opinion that kids are way more out of control now than they were. Now, is there a correlation between the fact that kids aren't being harshly disciplined now and they're given free reign and they're allowed to get out of fucking control? But scientists don't seem to be talking about that, oddly enough. But you'd make that judgment, you know, from your own personal life. What do you think is happening? People who disagree with me, that's fine. But from my own lived experience, it, it very much seems like kids are way more out of control now than they were 20, 30 years ago. So she goes on to say that, uh, uh, you know, we didn't ask them about the circumstance. Oh, it, it just, it's just bad, she says, that one kid is getting singled out for the harsh parenting. We didn't ask them about the circumstances, so we don't know why. Are you fucking an idiot? Uh, honestly, are you an idiot? The circumstances mean everything to the study. If you're going to have a real scientific study, the circumstances mean everything. Did Johnny get slapped on the butt? Because he tried to burn the house down? Or did he get slapped on the butt because he, uh, he, he didn't have his shirt tucked in? You know what I mean? Like, wh we have to make a judgment on what is crazy behavior, what warrants being smacked. Uh, because if it's completely arbitrary, 
of course it's going to do damage. But if it's completely necessary, it might actually correct that kid's behavior from turning into a goddamn arsonist and a sociopath. Or whatever the case may be. Or just thinking he's an turning into an arrogant piece of shit adult, which we've all, you know, we've all interacted with. So she says, we don't know why. But what we found was the twin who was spanked more or yelled at more within each pair, they were the ones who had more antisocial behavior. And it goes on like this ad nauseum. This just seems really idiotic, people. And maybe I'm alone. But, you know, she says the amount of genetic material they shared didn't matter. It came down to how much harsh parenting they received. And I won't go on from there because I've talked about this enough. But these are the types of parenting articles. This is being published in the Washington Post. It gives an insane viewpoint that seems really unscientific. And yet it seems like it's settled science. And it seems like, oh, well, we know the best. This is the best way. But you judge from your own personal interactions and, and judge from being out there in the world. Do you think it's better off that, that so many kids are out of control now? Do you think that's a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody's going to parent different. But I just know people of a certain generation, most of us, probably pushed our parents to the limit at some point. And probably got a spanking at some point. And not all of us are fucked up people. We're not all bad people. We're not all delinquents. We're not all in jail. We're not all criminals. You know, I think there's a place uh, for people, if they choose to, if their kids completely exhausted every option, then, you know, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. My, my partner disagrees with me. She thinks I'm in the wrong. And that's fine. We're still together. And madly in love. So you don't need to be in agreement with everybody, including your own partner or your friends, your family. But you make a judgment from that. I think it's a case of the tail wagging the dog. But that's just me. So uh, go ahead and uh, have a chat with your friends and family about a good hard spanking. But for the love of God, give them context before you say that. They don't want you thinking that you're uh, some sort of sexual pervert. And, uh, and that's it.